This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, March 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. New face-to-face trade talks are set. Farm groups push stress assistance. And food inflation forecast lowered. U.S. and China talks to resume amid uncertainty. U.S. negotiators are off to Beijing later this week amid mixed signals on progress for a deal to end the trade war, continuing to punish U.S. farmers and ranchers with tariffs that are depressing commodity prices. The White House announced Saturday that U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin will be in Beijing starting Thursday to continue the trade negotiations in person. An additional round of talks will follow in Washington starting April 3rd. Vice Premier Liu He will lead the Chinese delegation. China corn buy raises hopes. Rumors that China would make a significant corn purchase finally panned out on Friday when the USDA announced an export sale of 300,000 metric tons to Chinese buyers. Chinese corn imports from the U.S. have dropped sharply over the past five years, and a purchase this size during the trade war is a very good sign, that according to the U.S. Grains Council. The Chinese corn purchase is very welcome news for U.S. agriculture, and we see it as a positive sign for the U.S.-China relationship as intense negotiations continue, that according to the council in a statement. The outcome of these talks is crucial to U.S. grains and ethanol, and we appreciate continued engagement by our negotiators and their counterparts in China. But keep in mind, President Trump said last week he wants to leave the tariffs in place on China, even if the two countries reach an agreement. That brings up the potential for tariffs to remain indefinitely, blocking U.S. exports of everything from oranges to wheat. How's this play out? U.S. Grains Council President and CEO Tom Slate said in an interview with AgriPulse, will China reduce tariffs unilaterally? I don't know that they will. Congress urged to fully fund suicide prevention. More than 40 farm groups are sending a letter today to congressional appropriators urging them to provide the full $10 million authorized by the 2018 Farm Bill for the Farm and Ranch Stress Assistance Network. The program funds counseling and outreach efforts. And the letter says this funding will be critically important in meeting the needs of farmers and ranchers as they endure increasing financial and mental stress. Disaster aid, Green New Deal on the Senate agenda. Lawmakers are returning from a week-long break, and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky has teed up floor action on both a disaster aid bill and on Progressive Democrats' Green New Deal resolution. The extent of the agricultural assistance that will be on the disaster bill still isn't known. A bill that passed the House and another introduced in the Senate would authorize $3 billion in ag aid, largely for farmers in the southeast who lost crops and trees to last year's hurricanes. However, Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue said last week he would like to see the bill expand to take care of losses from the recent flooding in Iowa and Nebraska. The Green New Deal resolution, which calls for zeroing out U.S. greenhouse gas emissions, has increased public attention to the climate issue. But Republicans are looking to turn the issue against Democrats heading into the 2020 elections. During some preliminary debate ahead of last week's break, Senate Environment and Public Works Chairman John Barrasso of Wyoming said the Green New Deal, quote, would send our strong, our healthy, our growing economy over a liberal cliff. But Rhode Island Democrat Sheldon Whitehouse said Republicans 
owe this and future generations more than scorn. They have an obligation to put better ideas and solutions on the table. EU agrees to Brexit delay. The UK has a little bit more breathing room to avoid crashing out of the European Union with no ties left in place that support the country's trade, transportation, travel and labor ties with the EU. The bad news is the British Parliament will still have to approve a withdrawal agreement, which it has already failed to do twice. The European Council voted to give Parliament until April 12th, the old deadline was this coming Friday, to either approve an agreement Prime Minister Theresa May negotiated with the EU or indicate a way forward for consideration by the European Council. One silver lining for a hard Brexit is that it would leave the U.K. divorced from the restrictive tariff and non-tariff barriers blocking U.S. agriculture commodities like poultry and rice. Such a situation would be a major financial shock for the U.K., but it would also make it easier to produce a U.S.-U.K. free trade agreement. USDA lowers food inflation forecast. U.S. Department of Agriculture economists now estimate supermarket prices will rise only about a percent this year, one half point below the February forecast. The new estimate is one half the average increase for retail prices over the past 20 years of 2%. Prices for pork, eggs, fats and oils, fresh vegetables and processed fruits and vegetables are all expected to be lower this year. Due to the increased hog supplies, pork prices declined eight-tenths percent from January to February and were down 1.4 percent from February 2018. Prices for beef, fish, and seafood, sugars, and sweets all expected to increase in 2019 by less than their historical averages. USDA rules ease restrictions for sheep producers. USDA is issuing long-awaited regulations that will use genetic testing to identify sheep that are genetically resistant or less susceptible to scrapie. That's the sheep version of mad cow disease, or BSE. The new rules will allow genetically resistant sheep to be exempt from destruction and to qualify for interstate movement. In response to comments received more than three years ago, APHIS made a few changes to reduce the record-keeping burden on producers. If all animals in a flock are found through genetic testing to be a genetically resistant, they won't have to be placed under a flock plan or post-exposure management and monitoring plan. APHIS also agreed to ear-tagging records that only have to be submitted when APHIS asks for them. Also in today's Federal Register, a proposal from the Agriculture Marketing Service to standardize and align billing practices for services provided by the AMS Livestock Poultry Program. Targeted are regulations governing voluntary grading and certification of meats, prepared meats, shell eggs, and meat poultry and rabbit products. Here's today's They Said It. Financial risk, volatile markets, unpredictable weather, and heavy workloads can all place a significant strain on farmers, ranchers, and farm workers' mental and emotional well-being. This is exacerbated by the fact that 60% of rural residents live in areas that suffer from mental health professional shortages. That's according to a letter from farm groups seeking funding for a stress assistance network. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, March 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. 
for AgriPulse Daybreak. I'm Jeff Daly.